Hey, to how's it, everybody? Welcome back to Freedom Fanatics, where your freedom is worth fighting for. Guys, today, it is just myself and Tiago to talk some smack about the news of the day and what's been going on at FanTiago. Thanks for joining me. Let's let's jump straight into it. So today's story that sure. we're headlining with uh, comes out of, if I'm not mistaken, your home province, Limpopo. And, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so this story, let me let me just bring it up on screen. Um, coming from, from News24 says that a desperate job seekers kidnapped, robbed, and stripped naked by scammers. Okay, so that's um off the bat, that's quite a it's quite a quite a terrifying prospect. Um Tioko, what what are you what what are your thoughts when you when you saw this? Because let me let me just run through it briefly. So yeah. the 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 article basically talks about um, three unsuspected job seekers were lured by social media to non-existent jobs in Zanin, Limpopo, uh, where they end up being kidnapped and stripped naked. Um, the three victims, a male person aged 27, two women aged 21 and 33 respectively, allegedly responded to an advert on Facebook about uh, employment in Zanin. Um, yeah, quite a quite a shocking, uh, quite a shocking thing to happen to someone. Um, yeah, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I think it's a sad story, and indeed, it's a, it's a story coming from my province, Limpopo, mm-hmm. and I happen to be familiar with both of the areas, Saneni and Jennifer. So my 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 own father happens to be from the the, the Jennifer side. I think it's sad. It's, it's a bit of a distance from Genfest to Tsaneni, probably around 150 kilometers. Mm. It's said that the three young people that they speak about in the article took a taxi from Genfest to Tsaneni only to be scammed. I think mm. what, 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 what I thought was the saddest thing was the fact that chances are that these people uh, probably used their last money to travel from 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 Jennifer to Tanene. So it, it it goes to show you the level of of desperation that there is in the country. Right, people are willing to travel such lengths for job opportunities that they saw on social media. Mm. That they probably, most probably, because we have not engaged with the people, but they might have even thought about. Uh, the possibility of this job being a scam, the, the, the job alert being a scam, but due to the difficult circumstances that we currently live in, the difficult economic circumstances, high number of unemployment, mm. they probably just thought, let me let me go and give it a chance. But yeah, the, 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 the ending story is a really sad story. And the most sad thing that happened on that day, the most tragic thing I think is when the people who took stuff from this three young people instructed one of instructed the one male guy who was there to rape one of the women. I think it's the most brutal thing that 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 that, that, they, that they've done on on, mm. on that particular day. They had already done brutal stuff, taking stuff from people, making them travel all the way, mm. knowing very well that there's nothing they're traveling for. But for me, the most brutal one was even further giving an instruction to 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 the male to rape the female it's 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 heart-wrenching it's mm. heart-wrenching no absolutely and i mean i think yeah i think what, what we're seeing here essentially is um the desperation for jobs uh and gainful employment being weaponized um in order for for malicious intent 
Um, mm. So it's, it's, I mean, the, this, this is the kind of negative consequences of, um, you know, poor policies creating an environment where we have such a high unemployment rate. But also, I guess to kind of see how, um, you know, trying to solve, solve so social ills such as gender-based violence, um, how those kind of social ills are made even worse um, by um, something like low unemployment. Um, and I think, I think there is also something to be said here about um, how, um, you know, the, the effect that a big population with lots of unemployed young men um, has on, 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 a, on a country. Um, you know, if you don't have particularly young men who, um, you know, maybe don't have the dignity of work or maybe, you know, pride in men, but guys are, guys are driven by, by, by pride and ego, you know, we can't get away from, yeah. from those kind of things. So I don't know, what, what do you think about those sort of more social aspects about, um, you know, social repercussions, I guess, of unemployment? There's a lot of them. I think the, 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 there's a lot of them. Um, like you've mentioned, like we mentioned before, there's now the issue of suicide, the number of suicide cases mm -hmm. that are coming up, rising from three per day now to 15 per day. And, and, and part of, I haven't done any study around this, but you'd imagine that as economic times become harder, the way that economic times have become harder in, in, in South Africa, a lot of people would end up taking their lives because they cannot see beyond uh, that one particular day that perhaps they don't have something to put on the table, they don't have anything to feed to the kids. Mm. I saw last week a, a story emerging of a father who poisoned, I think it was four of his kids, yeah, four out of five kids, and three of them unfortunately passed away. He gave them energy drinks, the energy drinks were poisoned, he also cons consumed an energy drink afterwards, trying to take his, attempting to take his own life. But unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know what to refer to it as uh, really, he, he did not pass away and is in hospital currently. Mm. But such issues, there's, 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 we must expect that such issues are going to arise. Such so social issues are going to arise as economic times become harder. You know, people were passing on different judgments and, 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 and around this whole case of the father who gave energy drinks to the kids. But to, to an extent, I under, well, I, I don't agree with what he did, but I, I understood to, 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 to a certain extent that the way things are tough in the country, if I was a parent and had absolutely nothing to give to my kids at this point in time, the thought of taking one's life and taking the life of 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 of, of the kids is, is is a thought that's possibly gonna pop pop mm. around if, if if at that point you cannot see beyond that particular day and so there are there are really many social issues that arise from 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 the whole thing of unemployment rising uh, lack of um, job opportunities lack of economic growth lack of and, and and of course the economic lack of economic growth is also causing costing those who would like to start their own businesses or have started their businesses the the the, the, the flow of income is, is is quite low at the moment mm. and so businesses are also struggling so there's 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 a lot really there's there's a lot connected to this and really it's 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 it's, it's, it's a state of it's a sad state that we find ourselves in but you know, Alex, um, beyond that, I found myself also wondering regarding the police, whether the police would ultimately even manage to find 
the criminals because that's another mm. reality in South Africa. A lot of cases go unsolved. But yeah, I I I, I don't know. That's 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 yeah. my take on the whole thing. I don't know how how do you think we could grow this economy? How 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 do you think that South African government can best direct our South African economy so we could have more jobs for for people and less of the social ills? Yeah, exactly. No, I think. Yeah, it's, I mean, we obviously want to default to education, but, you know, it's, that's kind of a foundational element that we can't fix overnight. Um, and that doesn't really help the currently uh, 75% of young unemployed people um, who have had their chance to go through the education system. Um, but to be honest, I'm more and more leaning towards structural reform in just getting the basics right, um, you know, bringing back investment, you know, scrapping bad policies like, for example, um, you know, black economic empowerment for one, um, affirmative action, those sorts of, of uh, policies that undermine merits. I think those those we can get rid of to at least bring back investment. But I think one other thing we could do is incent- is start incentivizing people to 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 stay in South Africa and to contribute to the economy. And I guess that would be, that would be, that would be a good starting point, you know, is, is make people want to work here, retain the skills that we have uh, and bolster those industries that can employ people. Um, And uh, yeah, obviously there's other policy remedies. We could get rid of uh, the minimum wage. We could, um, you know, perhaps offer tax incentives. I think at the moment, what seems to be a lot on people's minds is, uh, the petrol price. Um, I think tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow we we headed for a, a nasty uh, petrol rise, and we know that these kind of things affect the poor disproportionately as well. Most, most definitely. No, I agree with you a hundred percent. My 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 wish is that I wish we had a listening government. I wish we had mm. a listening government, and I, I I wish I wish our message could get to a lot more South Africans. You know. So when elections do come up and stuff, people make better informed decisions. But I guess this is a struggle that we have to to, to carry on with. It's, it's it's a battle that we must fight to the very death and, and ensure that we do save our country. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think on that note, let, let, let's move on to our, to our second piece today, which comes from FAN. So you can find all our work at www.freedomadvocacy.net. Um, and of course, you can also find all our written articles shared on our social media platforms uh, at Badger of Liberty, find it on, on Facebook as well as Twitter. Uh, that's where you can find our written work. And this story comes from our good colleague, Simisitle uh, Zulu, who wrote on the regressive nature of racial quotas in South African sport. Now, Tio, because it's something we've spoken about before. Um, yeah. But there was one. I'll, I'll let you, 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 you essentially uh, worked with Simo uh, Tutu to write this piece, but there was one, one, one quote that I thought was really, really good. And it's, it's down sort of near the bottom of the article um, where he says, um, uh, where is it? Oh, here we go. As colleague Chris Patterson had previously written, um, Non-racialism, non-racialism, as indicated by the prefix non, means that race should not be in any and all cases used to determine the suitability of an individual. Seymour goes on to say that in a truly democratic, in a truly non-racial democratic state, the one that South Africa intends to be, there can be no race-based laws 
there can be no fair race-based discrimination. I thought that was a really, a really cool punchy quote. Um, so when you, you when you pitched the idea to to see what to to look into this, what 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 was what is at the center of your sort of attention here? Well, everything that he has written about, the only thing is that he went beyond. I, in fact, mm -hmm. sent him a message. I haven't read his article and told him that this is such a brilliant article. I think we should, we should, yeah, take, take more of this direction. But I, I agree with everything that he says. Remember, we have a constitution in South Africa and in our constitution, and really the constitution is really, was made by all South Africans, all South Africans coming together and saying that we as South Africans agree that this and this principles and values are principles and values that we will live by as South Africans. Mm. Non-racialism happens to be one of those principles that we entirely collectively agreed upon. So mm. it's shocking that now, after having had that agreement, we are now, uh, there's now those who are really pushing for a reverse saying that we, 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 no, 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 we, 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 we need to fix the past and we have to use race to, 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 to fix the past. It doesn't make logical sense at all. Mm. Institutions such as the South African Institute of Race Relations, the Free Market uh, Foundation have throughout the years, throughout many years, written, written, produced reports, writing at feasibility reports stating how we could get to a point of uplifting every citizen, economically so, without using race as part and parcel of that procedure of getting there. Mm. Race is something that we have agreed upon as South Africans, that it is a poisonous social construct. And of course, we know very well that race is something that was invented in, in, in the 17th century. So it's not, it's, it's, it's not something that's natural. It's not something that came mm. about Naturally, it's something that a social scientist or a group of social scientists actually sat down and determined in their own heads and decided in their whole heads that we are going to have so many races and this race, we are going to define this particular race that these are the one, two, three, fours, these ones are mm -hmm. the three, four, five, six, these ones, eight, nine, seven, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, the world collectively, all of us collectively, white, black, Chinese, whatever, we fell for that trap. We fell for that trap. And since the 17th century till today, mm. that trap has had an influence on, 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 on our lives. But I think there's, 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 there's a better way of viewing this thing. I mean, that thing in, in, in the broader context of life and how long the world has been around, mm. if you look at, 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 at this very idea of race, it's nothing really. I mean, it came in the 17th century. We are where we are now. There's, there's probably going to be many centuries beyond us. If we manage to tackle this thing now, as we have mm. agreed upon, then in the many centuries to come, it's an issue that generations to come don't have to worry about. So I think there's a necessity for us as South Africans to really start reflecting on politics, not just in, in, in the context of our own generational politics, but mm. really think about politics of before and politics to come and the fact that really we are we are really just a small drop when 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 you consider politics in that context we are really just a small drop and mm. but, but but small as we are we can really make this huge contribution that 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 by erasing race we could make this huge contribution that would allow society 
to move forward, mm. centuries to come, society to operate in a non-racial manner, to operate without uh, discriminating against each other, society to find each other again at a human level. Mm. I think it's, it's, it's upon us to take up that, 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 that generational mission. And yeah, so that's, 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 that's entirely why I would agree with mm. everything Simo said. There's, there's really no, no space for ra racialism in, in, in our society today. We, we, we mm. must have learned from our past. Yeah, I think I think what's cool about Simo's piece is that, and I, I'd I'd recommend all our all our viewers to to go and have a have a read of it. Um, he he uses the example of uh, the South African cricket team having to uh, being criticised for not fielding enough uh, players of colour, um, and the captain at the time, Fafdi bad sort of defended the decision, saying that the player that that, that they dropped, who happened to be a player of colour, wasn't performing. Um, so it wasn't a racially motivated decision; it was entirely a merit-based thing, and that's how you get the best out of your teams. Um, and 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 Simo goes to goes on to explain how you know the stigmatized how that whole quota system can create stigmatization of players of colors. So that's the complete perverse uh, sort of uh, reality of what these kind of policies do. Um, so I think yeah, definitely worth worth reading reading that piece, and we can find pieces like that and more at freedomadvocacy.net as well as on social media on facebook and twitter where we share written stuff at badge of liberty um you can find it all there and i think i think we can leave it there because i know mbali's got some some yes. interesting questions lined up for us uh in burning questions so let's uh let's jump into uh, burning questions with mbali Hello and welcome to another episode of Burning Questions. Hi, Alex. Hi, Diego. I'm Bali. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Good, good things. And how are you, man? Alex, is everything okay? <laughs> no, it's, it's guys. I feel like the week starts off so hot. Like I feel like Bro. Mondays and Tuesdays are like zero to hero, and like uh, after there, it. it uh, but maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe I need to go in and align yeah. my chakras somewhere else. Definitely, <laughs> please. I think you're the problem here. Guys, <laughs> so today I'm burning questions. Um, we're looking at a quote um, from Dr. Anthea Jeffrey. I think we, we refer to her as Dr. Anthea Jeffrey, right? Alex, mm. this is where you correct me. <laughs> yeah. No, she, she most definitely earns that title for sure. Cool. Um, can you guys see and read everything? Mm. Cool. Okay, let's get right into it. Um, this quote card, do you guys want me to read it out or should we go straight to comments? Yeah, read it out. yeah let's read it out and then we'll tackle some comments, I reckon. Ugh, boring. Hashtag <laughs> boring. <laughs> Jokes. Okay, um, so this quote card from Dr. Anthea Jeffrey reads, 
The harm to the majority of Black South Africans is enormous, as scarce tax revenues and repeatedly siphoned off for the benefit of deployed cadres and the ANC, the ANC's patronage machine. Um, let's go right straight into this one. I think the the, co the, the comment comes from um, Jake's, and it read. It reads, um, a bread and a Coke, and they vote for the ANC again, and they are kept uneducated, so fraudster BE elite can fatten their bellies and fill their pockets with the promised lies. The racketing and looting affects all of the population, not just one group. And I think, guys, we spoke about this, I think, last week in the burning questions of last week that um, I think we were talking about grants and well, the conversation was um, they keep the grant going so that they always know that they'll have someone who's supporting them, who's voting for them. And I think Jace is also touching on that again, that these people, they just offer you a certain incentive and they think that you're going to keep voting for them. Um, Diego, what do you think about Jake's comment? Well, I think not necessarily a bread and coke. <laughs> 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 but well. social grants, of course. But 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 I do think that the matter is, it's quite a complex matter, right? Because mm -hmm. at the same time, you have people who live in poverty and absolute poverty, mm -hmm. who when you give three fifty, the three fifty makes a lot of difference in their lives immediately, right? And mm -hmm. such people might end up voting for you because they are not even necessarily aware that. Uh, you are the one causing them not to have 350 in the first place. Okay, they why are they not away? Why are they not away? Lack, lack, lack of education. That's that's that 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 has to be it. Lack of education, mm -hmm. but even if, even more so, man. It depends. It, it it depends on where you are. You 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 stay in. So you know, even in terms of information and the kind of information that reaches you in South Africa. It really, mm -hmm. really does depend on where in South Africa you are located. Yeah. Like I've made the example with the people in Begasford that the politics there are a lot different from the politics practiced in Cape Town, Joburg, Bulukwani, or, 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 or let's say Port Elizabeth, right? Around mm -hmm. those areas, people are interested in service delivery, for example. Whereas mm -hmm. in, 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 in places like Begasford, yes, people are interested in service delivery and stuff. But mm. the, 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 they believe the, 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 the government of the day when it tells them that, no, we have tried all we could, but there's nothing mm. more we could we could do. And because mm. they don't understand how the system works, they, 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 they end up believing that and end up continue to vote for these people, partly because they, 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 they are threatened with social grants, that if you don't vote for us, we'll take away your social grants. So it's, it's it's a bit of a complex matter, but if I could just quickly, quickly, quickly comment on, 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 on what Dr. Uh, Anthea Jeffrey does say, I agree entirely with her. We, yeah. we, we, we have, we don't have a lot of people working in South Africa. So our tax base is very small, right? On mm -hmm. top of that already small tax base, we have politicians who steal from that tax base. That tax base, would would have if, if if not stolen could assist the poor the most more than anyone else mm -hmm. and because it's stolen it ends up not assisting anyone and if anything it ends up causing a crisis for all of us despite the socio-economic uh, uh, level you find yourself at mm. 
Mm, that is true. Um, the next comment is from Natasha. And Natasha says, ANC don't care. It's all about each other's pockets, thick as thieves. Well, I guess the ANC, they are, we can, we can maybe name them thick boys. Um, Alex, what are your thoughts on the code card and the two mm. comments that we, we read already? Yeah, no, I agree with I agree with Tiago. I think the the one thing that um, I like, you know, we obviously speak a lot about policies that that are detrimental to to job creation. Uh, we, mm. you know, in in the Freedom Fanatics part of the show, we spoke about um, you know ways that we could maybe cut uh, some 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 of the most harmful policies um mm. and i think that's the thing is like it, it, it's so important to to look at you know the thing that we we struggle to do and half our work at, at fan is to basically try and simplify and decodify policies so that ordinary people can understand why they are why yeah. they do or don't work if they work we mm. don't you know, we can we can talk about policies that that work and how we can scale those successes. But the ones that cause the most harm are the ones that we need to uh, bring to the fore and try and advocate that they be changed and improved. Um, mm. But I think the thing that's so that's so bizarre is that um, something like cadre deployment, which is essentially a jobs for buddy a jobs for buddy scheme, is mm. so easy to understand um, yeah. that. I think it is almost incumbent on all South Africans to be so outraged about it um, and make a noise about it. You know, it, it, if um, you know, and that's why it's it's so great that we have people getting so stuck into the comments, um, mm. saying, "Yeah, this is that's true." Obviously, I can see there's some counter comments, but you Amen. know, <laughs> make a noise about it. You know, if if there's something that you don't agree with, um, mm. you know follow follow the platforms like us um but obviously give your support to people who advocate for ideas that actually work and we like yeah. cadre deployment is a blatant um it's just such a it's just such a simple thievery actually mm. as as Anthea says she says it a lot more uh dr jeffrey says a lot more uh you know smoothly than me siphoned off but essentially that, mm. that's what happened and yeah, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be standing for this kind of thing. So I think let's let's try and win the battles that we can. You know, we know cadre deployment exists. It doesn't. It only benefits the few. Whenever mm. it comes up, backlash like we did with the with the flag. You know, yeah. people were so yeah. outraged by the flag because they knew it was such a dumb idea. That's how you that's how you win the battle of ideas. Is push back where things where where you where you think you have the the right argument. Yeah, I don't think um, Mark Mills agrees with us because his comment is, this woman is just another complete idiot. What's wrong, Mark? Like, is everything I, I at home, sir? I don't think <laughs> he's even worth giving the attention, man. Clearly, oh. he's, he's not familiar with Dr. Anthea Jeffrey. He is clearly not familiar with her works. I mean, even if uh, he does, let's say, he, let's say for argument's sake, he does not agree with Dr. Anthea Je Jeffrey's views on something mm. nobody who has where who has read dr jeffrey's work could refer to her as an idiot i mean you can mm. disagree with someone but mm. that in no way makes them an idiot there are a lot of scholars marxist scholars communist scholars that i disagree with that i think their ideas simply don't hold but mm -hmm. to an extent, i still respect them for 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 
their ability to think and structure something at least. But but yeah, yeah Mark clearly doesn't know Dr. Jeffrey at all. But a comment yeah. I wanted to make, a comment I wanted to make was that in, in, in areas like Begasford, it becomes a bit complex, right? Because mm -hmm. you don't really have a thriving private sector in such areas. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. you have are municipalities and many jobs that are created by the government, mm -hmm. right? Many of those jobs are, of course, very unnecessary. But you end up with a situation whereby people in such areas aspire to become these politicians because it's, it's the best thing they get to see in their area. When mm. you see someone driving a Mercedes-Benz, it's mm. either a councillor, a mayor, an MM, or a friend of theirs. When mm. you see someone staying in a big house, it's that kind of a thing. So yeah. it becomes an internal matter. Internally, the people then begin to, 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 to see that as a way of getting there. They begin to support uh, 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 the ANC, for example, or, or, or voting for the ANC because they want to be next on the queue, on the queue, so they can they can mm. they can also get to drive these nice cars, stay in these big houses, and and stuff of that nature. But I do agree with Alex that we definitely, 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 as citizens, have to rise up against things that we don't agree with. But mm. another duty that I think we should take upon ourselves and, and make it our responsibility, really is to educate, educate, and educate the next person in whatever space. If you go mm. to KwaZulu-Natal, mm. if you go to Limpopo, if you go to the Eastern Cape, you are in rural areas, you are having a conversation with someone, try exactly what we are trying to do as fans here, breaking mm. down these big things into small things. Try yeah. to break down these this big things into small things. And I think it's part of how movements such as the black student movement movements such as the anc managed to get to where they did uh, when they mm. did politically they, they 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 did not rely only on themselves as organizations passing on the message but relied on 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 on, on, on educating citizens and the next citizen educating the next citizen the next citizen mm. educating the next one eventually we'll get to a point whereby we are at, 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 at one level or, 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 or at one crucial level of understanding of our politics. Mm. But it's, it's going to be a hard one, but it's, it's a mm. duty that we cannot leave undone. Definitely, definitely. Um, let's go to the next um, comment, which is from Eugene Tombeni. And um, he says, profound truths by Ms. Anthea Jeffrey. We are being used, misused, underused, overused, and abused on this evil overtaxation system. And I think these are kind of comments that we like to, you know, to see that people actually are not happy with the state of South Africa. And, you know, they are able to interact with us and, you know, share their views and their thoughts. We appreciate you guys. Neba do do says, all that was created by a white system. Uh, mm -hmm. Alex, not because you are a bit, um, <clears throat> you know, was the system created by, uh, you know, people who kind of look like you? Mm, you know, these kind of comments are just like, like not helpful. They stress like, you out. No, they don't stress me out. They're just not useful. They don't accelerate mm. the debate. You know what I mean? Like, there's no nothing of substance here from um, Gaba to 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 work with. I mean, mm. uh, uh, Cadre Deployment was created by the ANC in 1997. 
um uh-huh. you know i mean that's still when when mandela was was uh was president of the country and the anc um I, it's just like it's weak source man like what I, like that's just missing the point you know what i mean i don't yeah. really and I, I i this is something that i guess it's something important to to try and flesh out here so 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 let's give it a bash is is when you in an environment where somebody um you know wants to deviate the, the debate around political issues in south africa to say oh this is just a white thing or this is just a black mm. thing or whatever is to make the point of how something to counter argue with something like okay but regardless of what it's where it started or like okay the premise is wrong like it's not a white people system whatever mm. the point is that cadre deployment uh harms the majority of black south africans if that is yeah. con- if that is something that you don't want to happen then you should support the this, the the sort of the burning of cadre deployment it's simple mm. Do, does never yeah. want cadre deployment to continue does he want harm to continuously be done to the majority of poor south africans black and white yeah. but primarily the majority black population so i think that's kind of thing is not to get sidetracked by like mm. you know deviant uh, de- or like i don't want to say deviant but it's like maybe lazy and yeah. like gonna catch you out comments i don't know yeah definitely or like misinformed or like he doesn't really understand or he doesn't want to basically yeah exactly i don't he... think it's misinformed yeah. i think it's yeah. just it's it's a like a deliberate attempt not to deal with the content of the mm. of the the subject he's deliberately you know? he's deliberately being disingenuous and mischievous mm. it's it's, mm. it's very deliberate but yeah. i even wonder what in particular is he referring to is he referring to uh, perhaps a tech system of which we've always yes. had tech systems in africa even before the arrival of mm. white settlers you had situations whereby kings would demand from community members to donate a certain uh, share of, of 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 food they, w- they would have raised on their farms to the king we've always mm. had such things like I always say, it's 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 it's. I was really is a human history, lottered and filled with 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 mm-hmm. many places where we as human beings collectively, well, I'm not even referring to us generations that came before us, collectively uh, uh, did certain things within a certain context. Here and there, we could judge and say it's mistakes, say it's mm-hmm. wrongs and whatnot. But the reality of the matter is that we are where we are. We need to get mm-hmm. out of the situation we find ourselves in. We need practical solutions of getting out of this. Anything else really doesn't cut it. It's it's a waste of time, like Alex has said. Yeah, definitely. Um, the the next comment is quite long. Um, I'll try summarize it. It's from Rosemary. So she's basically um saying that we are in the state because of the ANC. It's basically the ANC's fault that um Africans are poor and they are desperate. And obviously goes in to mention that we've had 14 years of load shedding. Guys, has it been 14 years of load shedding? Please tell yeah, me no, it hasn't. It started in 2008 or 2009. So, yeah, it's, it's close to that, if not that, I think. Yeah. Okay, we are going to... I remember I was in grade 7 when, when, when it started. So, that was 2009. I think it started around that time, if, if I'm not mistaken. Alex mm. might... No, it was, uh, t- the first load shedding was 2008. 
So it's a veritable sure. teenager going into tackling grade eight or whatever. Yeah. Puberty's well, about to hit low shearing guys. <laughs> Dude, I wonder what it's gonna look like when it's 16. <laughs> Bro, they'll come into the house and take your candles then. Um so the the part that I think stands out on this comment for me, so obviously she highlights the problems, which is the looting, the corrupt ministers, um, the cater deployment, BEE, and yeah. And she says, all while blaming white South Africans, what um, I think we're saying now, that these people are shifting the blame to white South Africans. They're trying to find someone to blame. And I like um, that Rosemary is pointing out that it's, Honestly, the ANC, the ANC is doing, um, and she, she goes on to say, the ANC have, they have had 28 years to improve and do better. They instead have chosen corruption. South Africans stand up as one and fight for a better life. Don't vote ANC or EFF. Um, Alex? Mm, mm, mm. You know, you know what's, what's, what's good here is that, you know, at FAN, we would never advocate for for anyone to vote for any political party. I think even within the organization, we, we vote mm. differently according to our own beliefs and uh, yeah. sort of the, the party that we think can deliver best um, mm -hmm. sort of service delivery, ultimately, and run our economy. Um, mm -hmm. But um, I think, you know, the thing is, we you must hold the ruling party of the day accountable. Yeah. And, you know, if you, people need to decide how they do that you know if and i think that's i think that's partly why rosemary is, is defaulting to voting i think voting something we all very passionate about um mm -hmm. is you know that's your check checks and balances you know if if you don't like how something is done use the democratic process that is there of which voting is one to mm -hmm. to bring a better life for yourself if you think somebody can do it better do it you know if you get someone to paint your house and to do a bad job you don't hire the same painter get someone mm. else or tell them yeah. what a bad job they're doing give them mm. a chance if they do it again you move on it's not you don't owe and I, th I think obviously that's something much much deeper in south african politics is that there's a there's a deep-rooted political allegiance um mm. obviously particularly to, to the anc but you know um yeah go out there and 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 use whatever mechanisms are available to yeah. show that you're not happy with the state of affairs. Bro, but it's been 28 years. Are you trying to, maybe South Africans are just nice people. We just like giving chances. Like at this point, we're not even like on second chances, 28 chances that we're giving the ANC. Yeah. Like it's, well, it's, it's kind of crazy. I think it's a bit more complex. I don't think South Africans yeah, are just definitely. giving the, <laughs> I don't think they're just giving the ANC votes. I think some of those who are given the ANC votes give the ANC votes because they aspire to eat like the ANC and to mm -hmm. get there. I think society is rotten at large beyond the mm. ANC. And I think, yeah, there's a lot of people who are really supporters of the ANC, not because they believe in the ANC, what it stands for. I think that has mm. died out. A lot mm. of people who are doing this are doing it because they benefit in one way from another at different yeah. levels. There are those who are supporting it at national because they'll benefit from your tenders and whatnot. There are those who are doing it from provincial for same reasons, local for same reasons. Then at local level, at the branches level, at the branches level and whatnot, you have people who are doing it as well so they can get a, an, an EPWP job mm -hmm. at the local municipality so they can clean the streets. So, so really, it's, it's, it's a whole system mm -hmm. of corruption. 
and even the people who keep on voting for the ANC, we mustn't. I, 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 I think we must we must be careful not to treat them as saints, because yeah. some of them themselves yeah, we, are, we are doing it with the purpose of benefiting. Mm. So it's it's really a huge crisis that we are faced with. Goes beyond party lines. You find members of of of, of the DA in conversation with ANC members causing corruption. You find EFF members doing it. It's a crisis. It's a crisis that mm-hmm. we, yeah, those of us who love and care about our country must come together to fight beyond party lines, beyond race, beyond everything else. Just Jay for the love of our country and us wanting yeah. to, to ensure that ours does become a successful country. Yeah, definitely. Um, Alex, do you have anything to add? Before mm, I, th- yeah, I think just the last comment, I think, because maybe just something for us to think about is, you know, how do we get around that? You know, yeah. how do we, you know, we, we know how warped political systems can be, but, you know, how do we get to a point where, um, you know, people are motivated for, to vote because they, oh, I, I don't doubt that many people vote because they want to see change, like, and, and, and we need to scale that up, but where, mm-hmm. You know, people live in such situations where they feel like politics doesn't work for them, and the best way yeah. to do it, to get ahead is to get a get a seat at the table to to mm. chow down. You know, how do we get beyond that? You know, how do you mm. communicate to somebody who has nothing, doesn't have a job, work lives yeah. off the social ground, doesn't have time to to have political debates? How do people who have access to information, have access to platforms, have mm. um, you know, listen to the media or, or platforms like our own? How, how do we, how do you, you know what I mean? Where do we start? And I think that's something yeah. that's a challenge for, for us at least, but it's a challenge that, that we all face really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes, dear <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's my last comment. I was about to say that I can't, I can't necessarily say where we start personally. Mm. But yeah. I know, I know where, where, I, I think I know where, 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 where something is missing. And what okay. we are missing in South Africa, like 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 we've always mentioned, is is, is on the side of civil society. We need mm-hmm. more civil society organizations that are going to hold the, the, the government to account, that are going to stand with the people, for the people, and demand that right things be done by the people. But I do mm-hmm. think that we, we, we have started to... Fan, fan is something of that nature, right? Yeah. I think the question then becomes, how do we expand and reach mm-hmm. out to as many citizens as possible, reach out to someone who's sitting in Mdantzani in the Eastern Cape, reach out to someone who's in Kayaliche in Cape Town, reach out mm-hmm. to someone who's in Guiani, Limpopo without Wi-Fi connection, mm-hmm. who can't mm-hmm. access our podcast. That is a question that I think we, we, we need to battle with. But I do think that the gap lies in the civil society side of things. Like I said, here's a company that we owe. It's it's the government. We own it as citizens. But we don't attend stakeholders' meetings. We don't attend shareholders' meetings. Civil society, that's what's missing. We we have really, to be blunt, we have allowed the ANC to do what it is doing to us. They did mm. not do it. They, 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 they are doing it in our presence and we are yeah. continually allowing it to go mm. on and really part of it is really our fault. And in fact, True. the major part of it is our fault for not for electing people and not holding them to account. Mm. 
Okay, that was sad. But anyway, guys, thank you so much um, for joining us on this episode of Burning Questions. Um, do remember to follow us on social media at Badger of Liberty and do like, share, and subscribe. Um, if you're able to share this with someone in Limpopo, in Dagzani, I don't know how you're going to do it, but do do that. And um, remember, your freedom is worth fighting for.